You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. Mary, this is not smart aleck or anything else. This is a real serious question that I've been thinking about. So the case going on against Donald Trump and his company right now is a civil case. Like nobody goes to jail about that. There is a different thing that's a criminal case. I, I guess this is stupid. I guess I didn't realize the government or the attorney general could file a civil case. I thought that's like if some person filed a lawsuit against another person. Can you help me through this? What is a civil case against this company? Okay, so um, most states, and it appears New York is like this, Ohio certainly has, the state has criminal authority, but that's invested in counties. So for example, if you um, were um, accused of a crime, it would be Cook County, that's your county, right? Right. It would be Cook County that would be prosecuting that on behalf of the people of the state of Illinois. The attorney general does a lot of things generally. One, the attorney general is the lawyer for the state. And the legislatures have invested in the attorney general the civil authority to uh it's not prosecute in a criminal way, but prosecute in a civil way companies for violating the law. So, for example, this case that Letitia James, who's the attorney general of New York, has brought is that um, Donald Trump defrauded the state of New York um, and its tax authorities by making misstatements to banks and misstatements to the tax authorities. And the penalties for that are not criminal penalties because she doesn't have the authority to bring criminal penalties. There are civil penalties like they'll force her, they could force him to shut his business down, right? Because the state is is who um, allows a company to operate, to incorporate, to be protected um, by the, um, the corporate entity you are. So she has power. So for example, let me tell you some other things that an attorney general would do. When I started my career, I was with the attorney general's office and I first w- started working in consumer affairs. So on behalf of the state of Ohio, we would sue people civilly who had defrauded consumers on the sale of tickets or um, loans for cars, things like that. And then I moved to what was called civil rights where we represented the Ohio Civil Rights Commission in civil cases against companies that had discriminated against individuals. So I mean, so an attorney general does lots and lots of things, but one thing they don't do, they can do, but generally do not have is um, criminal prosecutorial powers. That in New York, in this particular case, is lying with the district attorney from Manhattan. 
And obviously, because they're a district attorney, and on behalf of the, um, in that case would be the, the city of New York, they have the criminal authority for, and I think in his case, is taxes. I, I'm pretty sure about that. I don't know, but I've always assumed it's basically a tax and tax fraud case. So that's the difference. So the big difference of what happened to Trump yesterday um, was these depositions, civil depositions. Letitia James is uh, pushing for Trump to have to sit through. And a civil deposition is much different than any kind of discovery or uh, trial in a criminal matter in terms of what's implicated in your Fifth Amendment rights. Because a civil, you can't send someone to jail from a civil case. Does that explain the difference? Well, yes. But let's go down the road just a little bit. Donald Sr., uh, Donald Jr., and Ivanka, I like to call her Ivanki. They all go in and they have a deposition. Lots and lots of questions get get asked. They can, if I understand it, invoke a Fifth Amendment right, but they have to do it on each individual question. Am I getting that right? That is right. Um, And so you all right as as U.S. You know, in the U.S., we all have the right to say, I'm not going to incriminate myself, um, even in a proceeding that does not have criminal implications. Now, if they answer questions in that civil deposition, is that deposition available should there be a criminal case? Yes, because yes, because you've made a statement under oath. So whenever you make a statement under oath, um, that can be used in other contexts, other cases, even other jurisdictions. So um, even civil case to civil case, you could use deposition transcript because you're making the statement under oath. Okay, so Donald Trump when he goes to this deposition, actually has to be, I know that's funny. He actually has to be pretty careful, right? He has to be really careful. And an interesting thing, and I think probably most non-lawyers, and keep in mind, I was never much of a litigator, but I did have to litigate. Many lawyers do. So I have done depositions and more importantly, prepared my clients for depositions and the worst nightmare for a lawyer is an undisciplined client because a lot of time is spent preparing deponents, like not okay. not putting I, not putting words in someone's mouth, but you know, don't say that. The biggest thing is only answer the question you're asked. <laughs> and we're talking about Donald Trump. Exactly, he can't help himself. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm asking you a lot of questions, but I want to go just a little bit down the road. They do the deposition. And the state attorney general of New York decides there's something here. They uh, they have defrauded banks, perhaps defrauded insurance companies, maybe even their tax tax problems. She would then take that to court. Is that right? No, 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 not 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 in a criminal matter. So in a so she would proceed and use whatever evidence is gleaned from that deposition to proceed in her civil matter because her case against. 
the Trump organization right now is a civil case. That deposition could be used. My understanding is, is that it will be under seal, which it should be. You know what I mean? Just because of the public circus around it. But that the district attorney from Manhattan could um, appeal, could um, make some kind of motion to the court to have either the deposition unsealed or at least um, provided to him in his criminal case. No, but maybe I miss... Uh... I said the question wrong. Would she go to a civil court and pursue some kind of suit yeah. against the Trump organization? Yeah. And then a jury or a judge would decide, uh, yes, uh, there is fraud here. And then some penalty, maybe even as far as disbanding the company, that could happen. Yeah, it's my understanding that that case already exists. I mean, generally, you can't do a deposition except in the context of a, a case that's been filed. Now, sometimes an attorney general will have subpoena powers outside of a case that's been filed. But, for example, you as an individual, you couldn't just depose somebody. You have to have a pending case. And then the discovery is part of the rules for prosecuting that case. Don't think of prosecuting as criminal, criminal, just prosecuting meaning getting your case uh, ready for trial. I, and I could be wrong about that now that you say that, John. I thought she had filed the case and this is just discovery that's part of that case that's filed. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually I feel, feel pretty certain I, uh, about that. Okay, so you know, I've taken advantage of your legal advice. I'm not paying you 400 bucks an hour. <laughs> you and a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, anything like that. Uh, but now we have to talk about this is not good for Donald Trump. It's really bad. And I was thinking um, yesterday after I heard this about how Trump is always able to gate you know, like he gets so close to accountability and then he's able to talk his way out of it or negotiate his way out of it or just ignore it. But finally, in the attorney general of New York, you have someone with whom he cannot negotiate, who literally doesn't care. Um, she doesn't have any other interest in getting the thing resolved. So, for example, when he is fighting with the banks, Deutsche Bank or whatever, they have an interest in making sure he stays in business. That's the only way they continue to get repaid on his loans. Even when he was going through his crazy stuff with the U.S. you know, Congress, there were enough Republicans who had an interest in Trump not being impeached for him to skate from the impeachment. So every tr all the trouble he's gotten in in his life, there's always been, been someone with who could offer the safety valve. But now, the state of New York, you know, why, why do they care if he has a safety valve? Why do they care if they let him out? Does it make a difference to him, to them? So that's how, that's what happens, I think, in, in these kinds of government civil proceedings or criminal proceedings. The walls close in and there's no interest in a settlement because both parties have to get something out of a settlement if, if Letitia James has no reason to settle with him, and particularly now she doesn't, right? Because she wants to talk to him first before she reaches any kind of settlement for him. 
he's going to have to sit for that deposition sooner or later. He and Ivanka and um, Don Jr. are going to sit for depositions. Now they may do what Eric did and take the the fifth five hundred times, and and it's it's not meaningful in one way. But the difference between a criminal proceeding, uh, the civil proceeding, and criminal proceeding is that taking the fifth can be used as an adverse inference. It's a legal term for I can hold it against you. I can say to the jury, we asked him whether he's the one who provided the information to Mazars, and he refused to answer. You can't it's, do that in a criminal proceeding, right? You can't say someone took the fifth because that, that um, you know, the jury can't hear that because that creates the adverse, you know, that, oh my God, my brain is bad, but, um, no, but it taints the jury. Yeah. yeah, but in a civil case, if I'm getting this right, the judge when she gives her instructions to the jury, could even say, you may infer from the fact that uh, Donald Trump took the fifth that there was a reason he didn't want to answer, and that might be negative. Correct. You could instruct that. You could. And so that, that is the risk to this case. Like, there's no good way for him to move. If he testifies, he won't tell the truth, but he testifies, whatever he said can be used against him. If he takes the fifth, that also can be used against him. And that's why sometimes a civil case can be more damaging than the criminal case where the state is so busy protecting our, you know, the, um, the accused criminal rights. In a civil case, it's really Katie barred the door. So interesting. And, you know, from the bigger, the political sphere, I just really vividly remember Donald Trump running off his mouth about how people who take the Fifth Amendment are weak and they're guilty. Remember that? He had a or, they're about that. or they're mob bosses. They're mob bosses. Ah, a correct inference there. And, and you know, and Trump always kind of tells the truth in a weird way. So when he says they're either lying or they're mob bosses, everyone's thinking, yeah, like you. Like you, absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Not Donald Trump, but Mr. John Gotti. That, <laughs> that kind, kind of thing. I really appreciate you walking us uh, uh, through there because it feels to me, I, maybe, you know, a lot of us go back all the time to uh, the historical precedent that Al Capone did not go to jail for uh, for murder. He went for tax evasion, right? Right. And remembering that, I guess we wonder, uh, is that something like that going to happen to Donald Trump? Despite everything he's done, uh, if it ends up that a civil case uh, about his properties is what really finally takes him down. So you know who may be the happiest man in America right now is Merrick Garland, because there's so much pressure on him to prosecute Trump on January 6th. But if all this is going on and Trump's going down anyway, he may say, I'm not going to just pile on. Yeah. And the, yeah. the difference between the state going after you and then that's, you know, the political blowback is localized to that state, which is a, a very, 
you know, blue state New York is, as opposed to the attorney general doing that and the political blowback on Biden and the Justice Department for, you know, going after the ex-president. So it, it may be the perfect symmetry that, that we needed. Mm-hmm. One last implication question. This case could take a long time to be resolved, right? It's could. not going to happen next month. No, it's and long. Could it grind on long enough that the defendant, Donald Trump, is candidate for president of the United States? It very well could. The civil cases take a long time. Um, now, they've, they've been working on it a long time, too. So it may well be that these depositions, and oftentimes depositions are very close to the end because you had all the papers and you've gone through all the documents. So um, hard to say. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Wow. We have gotten an education this morning. Very <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. All right. Stay have warm. A- Bye. You too. Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.